What the fuck? Just decide to choose just a completely different song to go off on on your own? Yeah, why not? How are you? All right. Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. We're doing an evening recording after work. After work. So we'll do our best to keep the energy medium. <laughs> like always. It's not going to be high. Mediocre. Medium. Mediocre. I feel like we have to start with you. Why? Because big things have happened. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm about to be American. America. America. I'm going to buy guns. <laughs> you are a citizen. I am going to be technically i have okay. passed all the things i just had to repeat some bullshit that they're gonna tell me on november 1st and then i will be able to call myself a dual citizen an estadounidense a gringo wow and so I think we should celebrate by having a barbecue where we wear clothing that's made of the American flag, we shotgun beers, and have really shitty hot dogs. I'm game. Okay, so for those of you that do not know what shotgunning a beer is, it's basically the most stupid way of drinking a beer, which is poking a hole on the can and then opening the can so that the flow of alcohols comes out from the hole that you poke where you put your mouth on and you try to drink it as fast as possible and you try to get it as fucked up as you can being the most American thing possible trying to get Because drunk. you're drinking it all in one. Yeah. The whole beer is gone in mm -hmm. one thing. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea of that is to get fucked up like only Americans can do and be dumb right after that. Or before, or after, yeah. or all the time. Yeah. So, you know, we got to do it in style. Absolutely. And it has to be uh, light by Budweiser. So, like, it's like the most American shit. Like, just like, basically, piss in a can. Yes. And we'll also listen to a soundtrack of super uh, uh, songs that uh, are made to be, you know, like, either protest or against standard american culture but the the dumb tiktoks still listen to them anyway and think that it's patriotic for example let me give you a couple uh we'll listen to born in the usa by uh bruce springsteen everyone <laughs> thinks that's like a yeah america song when he's just uh, um you know shitting on us uh also we'll listen to you know like fortunate son by ccr uh which is a Vietnam protest song, yet they love to use it for, yeah, support our military. Just, you know, the full TikTok experience. I mean, it's the most American thing, and Yes, right? I'm using TikTok as a derogatory term. Oh, absolutely. It is the most American thing to not understand what's the meaning of something and, pre and pretend that that's, like, whatever the fuck you want it to be, and just going with it. I don't, no, I, it's, see, here's, you're missing a step. You need to, this is part of your test mm -hmm. to get, to mm -hmm. be accepted. Mm -hmm. is that it's not just pretending whatever you want to be. It's that you 
just blindly assume anything about the U.S. is good positive because we're the best. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we are the best. So, so that is the step you have to take in there. Oh, oh, it's a song about the U.S. Then it's awesome. We are absolutely the best. If you think about it, best country in the planet, not in the question. Wait, am I am I American enough? Am I doing it right? You're on your way. You're on your way. You gotta lose that fucking accent, and then you'll be fine. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Because uh, also, America is a melting pot, and is the land of the free. Yeah, but have you seen how they treat people <laughs> with an accent? <laughs> so you're saying that I should be working at a Dunkin' Donuts, and yeah, yeah, that's that's how you can have an accent, and you'll be okay because. America runs on dunking. Well, the East Coast does. Yeah. Well, or at least I, I'll say America, does, America doesn't run. Period. No. <laughs> Definitely not we, running. <laughs> I, I think a, a, uh, a quickened shuffle. Okay. That, that's where we are. Okay. A, a little shuffle. Yeah, yeah like, like barely walking. I like just like... And your your Crocs or your uh, sandals with socks on are oh. dragging on the concrete. Oh, or, or even more American, you get one of those like, uh, was it like <laughs> the motorized like wheelchairs, and just like you're so A fat, <laughs> you're so fat that you can't walk, and you get like. Dude, a- I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to have one of those. <laughs> you get you get a, a like a what is it like a. <laughs> parking pass because you can't walk and so you walk less even because you're too fat yeah, exactly walk. yeah just yeah. give me a machine that will do it for me and you go to walmart and buy your guns guns and brisket guns brisket and you wrap your brisket in bacon and then you eat it yeah talking about bacon well, well don't forget also you need to remember one of the things that that Americans love, and it seems like everyone else fucking hates, is peanut butter. You got to put peanut butter on top. Which, which I totally understand. I need to get into the peanut butter to be an American because I fucking hate it um, with my most of my soul. Um, but it's a staple. Believe it or not, my brothers like it. They like it enough, like, every time that I go back home for them to ask me to bring peanut butter and Reese's cup, which is... Swiggity, swiggity. Chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, the best combination there ever was. Talking about bacon, I have a story for you about bacon. Well, yeah, wait, wait, you have something? You have something interesting? No, I was just going to say, like, I was going to congratulate you you know, for passing the test. You Thank studied you. your history. You, you learned all that shit. You Thank also you. went through the goddamn mountain of paperwork and bureaucracy and all the bullshit it takes to even have a chance to be accepted here. And that takes a lot. A so lot of effort. Congratulations. A lot of effort for these stupid shit. I mean, shit. How, how much time in total, like, since you... The first day you started. All right. So technically, my process wasn't that long because I applied September last year. Um, and I, I'm i already about to become like a citizen a year and two months after. So that's not that bad. But it's also because I've been here for over five years. 
So it's a yes. lot. A lot of the process gets like shortened out because I've been paying all my taxes and everything in the last five years and whatever that whole shit. Um, but I am excited to get my American passport because with that one. I'll be able to reach all the other countries that I couldn't with the Argentinian one, mostly without having to pay a cent to get into most of the world. Whoa! So whoa! This is something I am unaware of. Educate me on this. I know nothing. What countries can you not get into with your passport? So, as in, it's not like I can't get to. It's like it's just easier, you know. Like for example,、oh, if I want to go、okay. to Israel. As a lot easier with an American passport than an Argentinian one. The Argentinian because we give one, them all the money. You keep those motherfucker arms as fuck, so they can keep on destroying the other countries around them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just like, hey, <clears throat> you guys don't like the Muslims. Here's a bunch of money. Do what you want. You, you you do you over there. You yeah. Do you. Yeah, we're just gonna give you money and all the countries around you to keep that war going, so the oil prices stay at the same price.、Uh, America.、Um, okay, so okay, so it's harder to get into Israel, and you've been to Israel, so you knew、yeah. how hard it was、yeah. to get in. And also, on the other hand, for example, if I want to go to Cuba, it's easier to go with the Argentinian passport. That's what I was gonna say. I'm aware of. As an American, like we were banned for a super long time、yeah. for going to Cuba,、yeah. I I actually don't know if that's lifted again. Like, cause it got lifted and then it keeps kind of going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like that, right? Like, but like if I don't wanna like even think about it, I just use my Argentinian passport and that's it. Cause socialist. Yeah,、country. that's true. I'm. I think I'm trying to think if there's anywhere else. I think we can because people do. Americans do get into North Korea. Yes, you can. I don't know if it's Argentinians、banned. will have to. It seems like it's it. difficult as an American to get into North Korea. I'm sure. Now the key one is Europe. Most of Europe, what does is like it charges South Americans. Uh, it's called a reciprocity fee. Which is basically a visa, but that you have to pay to. It's to say I'm not gonna stay here forever. I'm gonna go there as a tourist, and as a, there's a charge for it. Americans don't have to pay in some countries, right? So like, it's basically like I get to like pick and choose what passport to use to go to different places. Oh, and that's true. I I did because I was listening to a、um, a Mandarin podcast,、mm-hmm. and they were saying、uh, the one guy was、uh, British, and he was saying that to go to Taiwan because he was from the UK, he was allowed to have a ninety day tourist visa, while other countries have shorter. You yeah, can't stay that long. Plus, yeah. Yeah. I always think that's really interesting, where the like the time limit based on what country you're coming from. It's basically a standard of whether are you going to want to stay here for longer or not after that time. So having shorter periods, it's like easier to control and have people like,、right. oh, you gotta go back home, bitch. You don't have money enough to stay here. 
and your money doesn't mean shit to us. So if you have good money, then they're like, oh, you can stay here for longer. That's all good. Yeah, spend that money. But like, for example, things like with my American passport, I can go to Canada without a problem. With oh the, yeah, yeah, okay. That's that makes sense. With the Argentinian one, I have to have a visa, which I have it for the next like actually the next four years because I got my ten years visa in two thousand and five. So wait, two thousand five, two thousand fifteen. No, I have one for more. Well, I have one Canada? more. I think it's like twenty twenty two is like the one that's like is gonna expire my Argentinian one. I don't give a shit because I have my American passport now. Well, I will have, and even with my green yeah. card, I could do that. So I was actually going as an American citizen, American resident there. Um, right. It it makes it a lot easier. Um, hmm. But yeah, I'm actually well. That's gonna happen November first, and soon. Yeah, I actually have to buy fancy clothing because I don't own shit like formal clothing and they specifically say no jeans so i do have to buy it like suit pants because the ones that i have they're like super loose on me well yeah because um, you got you got slim son um yeah <clears throat> i i was thinking about it and you know what the even though i know your your application process was i mean it's still long a year yeah. is still a long time but it's very it's it's short compared to many yeah. Uh, who go through a really long process. But one of the advantages, I'm going to tell you a silver lining for you that it took at least a year, is that whose name is going to be on your letter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be Mr. Orange Man. It's going to be Joe yeah. Biden. Yeah, you'll have a old Grandpa Joe instead of cheeto man which is kind of funny like uh, about my the the father of one of my my best friends here he's like a big trump supporter um he's a lovely person but i just don't agree with his political views uh but he was like oh my god it's so sad that you're not gonna get like donald trump as the one to welcome you to the country right and my polite answer was um i like i told him like i sincerely don't give a fuck who welcomes me to the country I told him, like, I could be welcomed by the dogs of the White House, and I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Um, it was it was my way to, like, say, like, just, like... Ah, that was a sneaky way around it without without having to go. Yeah. Because I feel like my response would be, do you think he wants more Hispanic people? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know. That also means, well... My so now you can be an employed American citizen to I build the wall. Can. I actually can. I actually can. You know one of the biggest things I can do, which I couldn't before? I can be a mailman. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was a requirement. That is a federal job, which federal jobs, you have to be a citizen. You cannot be a resident. Wow. You have to be a even, citizen. Yeah, even green card doesn't work? Nope. has to be a citizen. Wow, that's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. It, it is. It is really interesting. Like I, I mean, like the kind of stupid things that you're allowed to do. But I will be. Well, able that's to an vote. interesting thing because, uh, yes, voting. That's that. That will be great. Well, it's also it's making me realize. It makes me feel. At first, I was like, oh, I feel stupid that I don't know these things about restrictions on visa or the mailman thing. But it's also like, why would I know that? You don't have to. Unless somebody who was 
applying, you know, to be a citizen told me. Yep. Also, I grew up in a super monoculture of white people. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't have like a lot of friends growing up that were, you know, applying to be citizens. They were either citizens or they were not and yeah. not applying. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like either like not even trying or belong there. Um, yeah. Or trying to fly under the radar so no one ever knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. They are. They're not going to talk about not being citizens. They're just going to be like, exactly. oh, you know, I cannot be a mailman. Like, why? Yeah, they just <laughs> don't bring it up. <laughs> so, with uh, the whole bacon thing, I found this thing. Oh, yes. So, I had a situation this couple of weeks. Uh, and it was, uh, I felt the most stupid that I felt in a really long time. Um, and I... It happens to be that also I found like another like a whole Reddit thing about it. Um, it's, okay. It's things that words that you misunderstood as a child, right? And you always okay. thought it was that way, and then it wasn't. The story. My that favorite I read, is not those. It's my favorite are lyrics that you think you know oh, the lyrics to a man. song, and then you're way the fuck off. Oh, yeah. those are my favorite. Yeah, like obviously, like the Nickelback song that says "Look at this graph," and everyone thinks it's a photograph. Like, no, bro, it's a graph. He's talking about math. <laughs> we're just, yeah, we're just trying to do algebra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I read this story that says, um, "When I was young, my father said to me." Knowledge is power, Francis Bacon, right? Uh, and then he said, I understood as knowledge is power, France is bacon. And then for more than a decade, I wondered over the meaning of the second part and what was the real linkage between the two. If I said the quote to someone, knowledge is power, France is bacon, they nodded knowingly. Or someone might say, knowledge is power, and I'll finish the quote by saying, France is bacon. And they wouldn't even look at me like I had said something very odd, but thoughtfully agree. I did ask the teacher, what did, I, what did knowledge is power, France is bacon mean? And I got a full 10 minutes explanation on the knowledge is power, but nothing in the France is bacon. When I prompted further explanation by saying, France is bacon? In a questioning tone, I just got a yes. At 12, I didn't have the confidence to press it further. I just accepted it as something I'd never understand. And it wasn't until years later I saw it written down at the pen, <laughs> at that penny drop. Right? Um, oh my god. So Francis Bacon is the, the guy that said that, right? But like just yes. hearing Francis Bacon. So for me, Oh, and, and that's I, that's real TikTok. That's real TikTok. And, and I and I want you to like think about one those for you. But for me, this last week I was working with uh, like a new coworker that we got, and she had her paraphernalia from her university. And I didn't even think about it, but my my ex my ex wife's sister, she studied in in Canada. And she went to McGill, right? And for eight years of my life, I heard McGill. And I was like, okay. So she studied in a university called Miguel. Uh, like M-I-G-U-E-L. That's what I was thinking, right? Like, it sounds like Miguel. Like Miguel. Yeah. 
And so for this whole time, I was like, Miguel, 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 Miguel. And everyone's like, oh yeah, Miguel. And then I see my coworkers like shirt that says McGill. And another customer's like, oh, you studied in Canada? And she goes like, yeah, I studied at McGill. And I was like, wait, what? And then I look at her shirt. And I'm like, holy fuck. Eight years of my never fucking seen life. I never seen the, the thing written. So it wasn't Miguel, uh, it was McGill, and people here don't know how to pronounce McGill, and they say McGill. Um, well, we're lazy. Yeah, but it was so ridiculous. I mean, like that, like penny dropping. She's That's like, a good oh, one. Oh my god, McGill! It makes sense. Why would it be named Miguel? It's not a Latino no. guy that went to Canada and opened a university, which happens to be one of the best universities in Canada. Um, it was so funny. <laughs> I like that one. That one's that one's good. Uh, that's a good uh, one. I don't. I don't know if I have one. I. I'm sure. I'm sure there are, because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> nothing pops into my head. I was funny enough. You said this. I was just before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I was watching a podcast that has a video, you know, mm-hmm. element of. Um, two, two comedians, uh, husband and wife. And the wife was saying one, it's not an understanding of a word, but just an understanding of what things are mm-hmm. that, um, that she didn't understand. And I think you will appreciate this as well. And was it, was this the one that they used like speaking Spanish? Uh, the husband has another podcast where he does it in Spanish. Okay. It, so it is that guy. <laughs> she says, um, so the other day I, uh, was ordering wings and I, I can't remember if she said it was either an accident or they didn't have the right one. She ended up getting boneless wings. Okay. And she's like, they suck. They're they're not good. And and he goes, uh, okay, like any reason. You don't why? like that? Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, well, first of all, they're not wings that they've taken off the bone. It's just chicken breasts. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? And she's like, what do you think happens? And she's like, like, I don't, I thought there's some guy in there taking the wings off the bone. Which would be, <laughs> which would be a good idea, though. Like, it's, it's brown meat is better than, than, I don't know, I don't like chicken breast that much. I prefer brown meat. I do too, but I just think that's so funny. Oh, I know that- you. Oh my god, chicken, boneless chicken wings. That would be amazing. Can you imagine? That made me laugh so hard. Can you you imagine a really well breaded, deboned chicken wing? Like the drumstick. Let's let's not go for like the wing wing, right? Just the drumstick. That's a lot of meat there. No bone, no cartilage, just breaded dad. There's a business there. There's some little like mini uh, chicky chicky nug nugs in there or something. Yeah, and then you have like you had you had the little like like really spiky bone that like you just like snakes on you oh. you can like stab and you fucking hate that thing. <laughs> gonna 
like stab into the the roof of my mouth. Uh, I have an announcement for you. Right. I went to my first concert since the pandemic. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That's so cool. Yeah, I I went to, and it was two things. I got to go to, one, I got to see an artist that has been a dream of mine to see for like over 10 years. Uh I've never been able to catch him. Two, I got to go to a venue that is like historical. historic in New York that I've never been to before. Which is? Uh, the Town Hall Theater mm-hmm. in Manhattan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which, first of all, was beautiful. I loved the theater. And then something that I thought was amazing was all over in the walls in all of the hallways, they had f- the framed, um, uh, like, either posters or little programs for, like, the most amazing stuff throughout history. history. You know, they had um, they had the classical Segovia, like, from mm-hmm. the 20s. They wow. had his picture and, like, all of his stuff. On, they had stuff from the 1800s. Like, all of the, the biggest, like, jazz musicians in New York, you know, they have on there, like, the best singer, the classical composers of the era. Um, it was so cool to see all of their... Um, all of their stuff on the walls. Did they have Sinatra? Did you find him? I, I don't remember. I'm sure he I'm, was. I'm sure he was there, but like, uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that one didn't say. I, I, I think for for me, the biggest one to see was Segovia. Was just like, oh my god, that's good. Segovia was here in in 28 in 1928, Damn. almost a hundred fucking years ago. Segovia was playing in this theater. That's um, crazy. That's like a like so, a whole museum there, like just like those little papers, like. Yeah, it was, and it it was. Oh, I loved uh, looking at all of them. So I went, um, uh, I went with uh, my wife, uh-huh. and um, I I invited um, my friend Tito uh-huh. uh, to to join us because it was Tommy Emmanuel, who you may <clears throat> not know. He no. is a solo uh, guitar player. Okay. Classic guitar? Not, like, hmm? like classic guitar, like kind of like the whole pose and whatever, sitting down? No, not classical. He's a he's a, a modern um, player. I mean, he plays with the same like techniques and styles, but he plays an acoustic, not a classical. He plays a steel string. Okay. And he is, he is considered by many the greatest living Finger style guitar player. Yeah, buddy. Finger that shit. Yeah, he's an absolute fucking monster. And uh, so he's he plays steel strings, but he brings the sound system of like a rock band. Nice. And he and he comes out like the very first thing. He's wearing a suit. He's uh, he's older now. He's got to be in like his late sixties or something. And he comes out and he's just playing this. like blues medley that is just fucking outright. He comes in and just like slaps his dick down on the, uh-huh. uh, the thing and everybody's losing their fucking mind. Um, and that's, so that's why I invited Tito cause Tito's the professional guitar player. And I was like, you will, he doesn't know Enjoy. his music that well. And I was like, J- come and watch this concert. You will, uh-huh. I, 
I had to pull it here, you know, a sneaky friend thing. Okay. I, I think if I would have told him how much it costs, I don't think he would have come. Okay. It wasn't super expensive, but you know, but I, but I figured that like, and especially cause he's not too familiar with the artist. He would have been like, eh. So I did a sneaky thing where I bought three tickets and I said, Hey, uh, one of my friends bailed out. They can't come. I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? He still doesn't know that. Um, I've never ever told. So if he listens to this, he'll find out. But um, I just bought him a ticket. Because uh, awesome. I, I was like, I know he will enjoy this so much um, to go with me. So, uh, yeah, it was great. He had um, Beatles medleys of songs, a bunch of his originals. Oh, man. To see it, it's I think it's a rare thing to see someone who is considered the best mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and to just be around that and see and hear what that looks like was wow like we were um <laughs> Tito and I were sitting there together and sometimes he would do something you know he'd do something that was you know super crazy or cool and people would cheer or clap or you'd hear a whistle or something there were a couple times though where like he did something and I just like I couldn't control it. I loudly sighed in my chair and I went, fuck. And like the people around me start laughing because like they understood of like, that was, I don't know what he just did, but we were just like, shit, man. (laughs) Yes. Like, like how the fuck do I like express how I feel about these? I I, I can't just (laughs) a sigh and the word fuck was, that was it. That's how we were all feeling as a thing. Yeah, it was. Great. And sometimes you'd see like half the crowd would be like leaning forward in their chairs, like trying to squint and look at his hands and like, what? How? Yeah. I don't know. So uh, it was so much fun. That, that's uh, awesome. I had a blast. I feel like yeah, it, it, was it, a, it should be made into like a, a big screen in the back, just like a zoom in of just his hands, just like so people could see like, that would be so good. Yeah. Yeah, well, and the nice thing is that the theater isn't massive. Yeah. You know, it was probably only a couple hundred. Yeah. I know um, the place, actually. I've been there. Oh, you've been there. Yeah, so yeah. we were up on the balcony in probably like the fifth or sixth on the balcony, which you can see amazing. Like we could see him really, really mm-hmm. easy. So that was so nice. Um, and it was a uh, vaccination and mask concert. Okay, I mean, so as all sit like down, it, also, right? Like there was no one like standing. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's theater th- or theater seating and yeah, proof of vaccination and mask wearing the whole time. So it felt also really like comfortable. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I'm going to be at this concert. So I have also big news, and that might affect the podcast a little. Even though we don't have a schedule for the podcast, I will be going to Argentina. I have tickets. Oh yeah, to go oh, to Argentina. Yeah? Yes, I as of right now don't have tickets to come back. Uh, You're gonna play it by ear. I am basically playing it by COVID. Um, it's not by ear. Um, I had a shit show of a couple of weeks trying to get these tickets because. I wanted to buy a multi-city trip. I wanted to go uh, like U.S. to Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires to Colombia, stay a week in Colombia, and then 
Colombia here. Um, and then... Uh, oh, and the, go from Colombia back to... To the U.S. U.S. Oh, okay. So... I bet COVID protocols to Argentina, Colombia, and the U.S. are pretty fucked. It, it, it was that, but it was also like, it was like last tickets on these like airlines. And it was also these companies that you pay, but then they like actually have a human being getting you the tickets. Um, oh, so it was like a travel agency where yeah, it's a real person. Yes, but it was never expressed to me that it was a travel, a travel agent. I thought I was buying from a website that they will just outsource the purchase of different places and whatever, right? So I pay, I pay insurance, and then they go like a day after, they go like, oh, we actually couldn't get these tickets from you. We are all good for the ticket from Argentina to, uh, from the US to Argentina, but these tickets went up. Do you wanna pay the difference? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll pay the difference. And I click on that one, and then the next day they go like, oh, actually, we couldn't get you the tickets. But we're going to charge you the full amount of the insurance for all the tickets, but we're just going to give you one. So that's the moment I went like, fuck, no, you're not doing it. I went to my bank account, and I said like, this is a fraudulent charge, this one and this one. And it was like all the insurance ones, I just straight out told the bank, like, hey, like I called them, I explained to them, like, this is what's happening. They are charging me for insurance on tickets that they're not getting me. And I want the refund. And they were like, we're going to work on that. And three days after, I got the money from them. Bam. And fuck them in like, the face. Fuck you. I kept the ticket for Argentina. And now I have to figure out. It was a lot more complicated than that. But that's uh, that. Yeah. And so now I don't have a ticket back. And I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to go or not to Colombia. Uh, but it might be that just like buy a ticket back to the U.S. and fuck it. Like it just, it's a nice idea to go to Colombia, but it, this might not be the time. Uh, Any particular reason to go to Colombia? Well, I, wanna, I wanted to go there to like visit the temple of my religion. I have some friends there. I also wanted to meet like the family of uh, Alejandra and like she's going to be there. She's going oh, in, she in January, so it was gonna be like a nice idea for me to like go from Argentina there, and then like she could show me around and like out. Oh like, yeah, that's super cool. I wanted to go like climbing around there, and there's like a bunch of like coffee-related activities where she's at, and and things like that. But it might be a lot harder than uh, we were thinking, so that might not happen. But I am going to Argentina. Now, that brings the whole thing of whether I leave the U.S. with the Argentinian passport or the American passport. Mm -hmm. And if I leave the U.S. with one, do I get to Argentina with another one? And then I live with this one and then come back with this other one? It's a whole shit show because Argentina does not allow dual citizenship. Oh. So to Argentina, no questions asked, I have to land with my Argentinian passport. Right. But now leaving the US and coming back right now is all good because I have my visa and everything on that passport. So I'm still good. But if it ever expires that visa, I'll have to leave the US with one passport, but then get to Argentina with another and then leave Argentina with this other one and come back to the US with the like the US. It's just a whole thing. You're a spy now. 
He, yes, and with this beautiful face, I don't want any. I don't want any incongruences on the stamping of my passport or anything. You know, I just like. I don't want it to be like. Oh, yeah, because you don't want one stamped and then the other one. Yeah, yeah, and then, I understand. I mean, like it could as it could be as easy as the the like immigration guy being like, "You left the U.S. but you didn't go to any place for ninety days." And then you're coming back, like based on the stamp, right? So I'll have to be like, yeah. "Here's my Argentinian password. I got there and I left there, and here back." Like it's gonna be tricky every time, but fuck it, it's worth it. Like, just I I think it it, it will be okay. I think there's a lot of people that do these kind of things, so it won't be like a surprise for them. But it's gonna be interesting. So for all of you that listen to this podcast and I haven't told you that I'm going to Argentina, I'm going to Argentina. Nice. Uh, and I'm not taking shit. Going? <laughs> I'm going December 20th. I'm going to go there for Christmas and New Year's and then come back. Yeah, like probably like January 15th I'm going to be back. Oh, Nice. Yeah, it has Good to be a long amount. It has to be a long amount of days because it's not worth it to pay the amount of money that I'm paying to go there and just be there for like I ten days. It. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we can always record while I'm there, or we can record uh while I'm here, and then when I go back, because it's not like we're recording every week now. So. True. I guess we'll we'll figure it out. Um. No, no, that's exciting. You're going to go. Yeah. Um. That's still a place I want to go sometime. You want something from Argentina? I can bring you yes. something. Yes. I can bring you. Don't ask for humans. That's not okay, Nick. No, that's illegal. I can. Child bride. Child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I was trying to think of what's the worst thing I can think of. I think I thought of the worst thing. Uh, that's that's uh, yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, was, that was probably the most cancelable thing I've ever said uh, on here. Um, no, uh, uh, por supuesto, vino tinto. Yeah, 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 I know, I know my audience. I'll bring some of that. You know what? You'll probably have to pay for my extra luggage. That's fine. <laughs> uh, depends how much. <laughs> Hey, you if, you, if, if you pay for the luggage, I'll bring the whole luggage. Of, of... <laughs> Load it up. Papa needs his medicine. Um, I'll give you the equivalent that you paid in wine. Deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exciting. I was just talking about this with, um, with uh, actually Tito the other day uh, because I was saying... I really, of course, so far of all the places I've ever went, I loved being in Spain the most. It was mm-hmm. my favorite. But I something I really enjoyed about when I was in Santiago was having uh, that I had a friend, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had made a friend in an app and uh, she was then like our guide when we were there, you know, took us to the cool places Um uh, showed us around, got us extra cool things that we couldn't normally do or had interesting ideas for us. And it made it just so much more fun to mm-hmm. do something like that. A local guide. And Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, also just more than that, like having a friend to hang out with, you know, 
Um, and she hung around with us a lot. And it was, it made me, we were talking about places that I'd want to go. And it, and that was something that just kept coming up is like, wouldn't it be fun to go to, you know, Colombia with Tito? Mm-hmm. And he'd show you all the great stuff. Go to Argentina with Shamim. Have a, I'd have a great time, you know, like versus, I'm sure I'd have a great time going alone. Yeah. But I would have more fun. That yeah, and, and, like and it's also going like a matter to of China like, with one of my friends, you know, from China. Like, yeah. I'm going to have way more fun. It's a matter of simplicity also in every single one of the situations that might happen. And it's also like you get to go to like places that you cannot even Google about. You know, there's a lot of these places that you wouldn't know because only locals know. Or like the way right. you do them, it's different when you go with someone that is from there. Like... I know a bunch of like creeks and rivers and like nice, cute places like nature wise that like are not on Google because they're not popular. They're just known by the locals. And that makes the difference, right? Like just like that kind of of thing. Absolutely. I think like that's the way to do it. Especially for you. Yeah, no, I, I think so. And, and also if you're going to a place where, I've been fortunate enough to the two other countries that I've traveled to so far, I've been able to, in 90% of my situations, at least be able to get some communication mm-hmm. in uh, on, an, on a functional enough level to get things done. But if I'm going someplace where I don't know shit, yeah. you know, like, you know, one day, like, I want to go to like fucking Egypt. I don't know any of the fucking language there, you know? Uh, so, you know, a place like that or going to like Japan, I'm, I'll be fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have a friend there, oh, that makes that much nicer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't get scammed. You don't get like, or at least there's le- less chances of still can happen. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can be smoother. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I'm always open for you to like pay me a, airplane ticket to argentina so that i can be your guide i (laughs) i will i will host you and i'll feed you aka my family will Uh, and i will provide if there's free free room and food that's not a bad trade-off i mean think about it two people room and board compared to one person airplane ticket yeah, you can you can break even and maybe even like make money. I know how much you eat, motherfucker. That's a I don't lot. Eat that much. I know, but your wife does. <laughs> and I was like, like, and I only eat two meals a day. Uh, <laughs> but you would eat a lot if you have a steak in front of you. Oh, that's true. Like if I was, yeah, getting yeah that like barbecue every fucking day. I mean, fucking munching it up. Why do you think I'm like on a diet right now? Like, <laughs> I know. You're I'm getting gonna... ready? Fuck yeah. I'm like trying to lose as much weight as I can because I'm going to get really, really into all the food that I haven't had in two years when I go back. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that makes sense. It's a, it's a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of language stuff. So mm-hmm. I have now streaks in two different apps that I'm running the same fucking time. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But, uh, here was a cool thing. So 
I take uh, as often as I can. I've been really bad lately, but I'm trying to get back in the habit. I have on italki a Chinese teacher, mm-hmm. right? Who mm-hmm. oh, we do private lessons. She messaged me um, like two weeks ago and says, hey, one of the other Chinese teachers and I have been working on developing a new course okay. that to be taken. So we're trying to get about 10 relatively new students to try out the course, see how it goes get feedback, you know, and then we can start changing and going. So it would be free for you nice. because you're like, it's like a, a trial, beta, right? It's a beta. Yeah. Yeah. A beta in it. And uh, I was like, uh, okay. Um, and so it's uh, being held on a WhatsApp group. Mm-hmm. And then in there, they post a link to a private YouTube video every day where they're doing, have you ever heard of the the approach where they do the, comprehensible input i mean i understand the words but i've never so so it's like an approach that they use sometimes with language learning where it's like when you don't really know um shit like Uh you're starting at the complete basic they start with like some of course very basic sentences but it's one of those that that's established to really try and get you to be able to understand what the words mean through context where they never tell you the translations and then they start using some of those same words they build right upon each other so it starts with you know introductions and then you know they also use gestures to show like Mm -hmm. man versus woman and things like you know yeah um so they post like a 10 minute video uh every day that they say they're asking us to spend at least an hour a day throughout the day um watching it and listening to it they're like even you know when you're doing the dishes just listen to it you know don't have it uh study and then they're doing like two or three times a week in instagram live where you go on and then you like interact in the chat they ask questions like specifically to you so they'll say nick and then they ask you know questions that's kind of vocabulary from the videos mm-hmm. and they're like they don't you don't even have to really speak you just put like y- they ask you like yes no questions okay that's interesting and then you have to answer so they'll they'll say you know like the woman she'll say my name is blah 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 i am a woman and then they'll say it am i a woman and then you have to write yes yeah. right like okay. that okay i understand all of that so you, you answer like I, I will not tell you how you identify <laughs> i don't know your gender <laughs> you are yeah. whatever you want to be said <laughs> mastercard um so yeah i started that <laughs> yeah you just got it there you go um that's not the same slogan think, back home that's why like i like it took me so oh bad. yeah yeah i'm sure I think I think we're on day six or seven of it or something, but I'm trying. I can't. There's been some days that I haven't been able to do the hour a day, but I at least have been watching the video once or twice. Okay. And I do actually. I'm only like a week in, and I am noticing a difference. All right. So like you feel like you're actually learning something. Right? Yeah, I started. Um, oh. Oh. 
Thank you. Thank you, you waitress. Oh, I just got a wine refill. You got a refill. Mm-hmm. You just make, um, make, make that swallowing noise that you do. Oh, the really loud one? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I never I never listen to these, so I don't mind doing it. If you want to hear it, I'll yeah. get you. This is non-exaggerated. Ready? ASMR right here, baby. God damn! Unexaggerated. That's like legit. I just saw him just put his throat on the mic and just swallow. Like he did yeah. yesterday night. Uh, put that throat on the mic um but it is cool i i i don't know the i think the only time i've ever felt this sort of like noticeable short little boost and i know it won't last forever like i'll probably hit a plateau at some point and you know coast for a while and then work my way back mm -hmm. up but i think the only time that i've felt this type of shift is when i've been either in Spain or Santiago and I have to like speak it and listen to it all day. Mm -hmm. Like that, those are the Immersion. only times I've felt like, Oh yeah. Like, Holy shit. Here I go. So I, I am noticing that like I was listening to a, um, a Mandarin podcast and I found myself where I, I feel like when I've been listening for the past, you know, month or two, I notice like a word here and there, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm basically just listening to nonsense because I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. But then even today I was listening to it a bit in the shower and I was like, wait, I caught like a whole phrase, 20% of that sentence. Oh, that's cool. That's different. That's, that's, that's way different. That's really interesting. That like, I mean, I feel like a lot of it, it's like basically spending that much time it's also immersing yourself in it right like with a guided process but it's it's immersing yourself because you're hearing the video then the pot then the whatever the live like thing and so you yeah. like yeah well it, it's also clear that like early on i'm not in, at least in those lessons i'm not being pressured to write and i'm not being pressured to speak mm-hmm and and I at least think with Mandarin, because it's a language where there's so many sounds that are completely foreign to me, right? Mm -hmm. Of like vowel sounds and consonants that don't exist in English or Spanish, because I semi-speak both now. <laughs> um, Especially English, you uh, semi-speak it. Yeah. Uh, but then also a tonal language, which is nothing I've ever done, that that it seems like this is a really nice idea to get my ear a little more attuned to what I'm trying to learn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, with, like, English, it was kind of like that. It was like, and, like, I did seven years of private classes, and I felt like I didn't learn shit until in 2005, I went to Canada for a month. And then that was a clicky moment. But it also showed me how important it was to have that base of like grammar knowledge. And then oh, from yeah. there it was like a skyrocket up and just stayed there because of that base, right? And then obviously it goes down when you don't use it for a couple of years, but then oh, I went to Israel and I used it for a year and a half, nonstop. Everyone around me was speaking English. So, I, I have actually been talking a lot about like learning English because one of my coworkers is Russian and she has been here for only two years. 
and her English is actually really good. Uh, but she feels like she is not. And I keep on telling her like, like yes, like you might feel like it's not good, but like for someone that had only done it for two years, it's like you can understand Americans. Period. That's that's already a lot. Like the fact. Are yeah. we got our siren, and it's your fault, not mine. Yep. Well, I'm basically in like the Manhattan of New Jersey. So yeah, I know. <laughs> Which that's such praise. Yeah, it just actually just went by. It was an ambulance. Someone's probably dying, and we're here laughing. Ha 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 ha. That's for sure. Someone's gonna be charged at least four thousand dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Minimum four thousand dollars. Economical death. <laughs> And Holy pretty shit. soon, you know what they're going to be? Firefighters, too. Uh, ghost? Dead? Because they're dead. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm using the new Zoom emotes while we talk. Oh my God. It's just like, this is so bad. I'm a terrible person. Uh, no, th- yeah, no, that's that's right. I mean, it, yeah, it makes such a, um, I, I, I can understand that where like you feel, you feel like you're not that far, but yeah, someone that's only two years in, like, oh my god, I'm ten months into Mandarin and I can barely introduce myself. Yeah, and I also talked to her about the whole like issue that she's having that she feels like, oh, I'm not advancing fast enough. I told her like, hey, you actually should get a divorce because you're speaking Russian at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's 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 something true to that. I I I should be. KG about uh, what I say, but there's someone that I interact with recently mm-hmm. uh, who who has been around for I think has lived in this country for like fifteen years, mm-hmm. and uh, accent in English is still mm-hmm. coming along, mm-hmm. coming along. So it, yeah, but it's a similar reason. Because oh, all day at home, hundred percent. I mean, even my my accent in in English now is like a little bit like broken because like more than before because I spend a lot of time speaking in Spanish now, right? And also, your 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 accent when you speak English is not typical. It, it's more than just broken. There's like other shit in there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I do think. Part of it is your time in Israel. Oh, oh 100%. Yeah. I, because I, I I hear some. you always get mistaken for the way you look that you're Middle Eastern. But I also think part of it may be your accent because some of it, I hear some of it in you. And it's also the fact that like that year and a half that improved my English was surrounded by people from 80 different countries all speaking English. So yeah, it's not like... It's not even like Israel. It's the fact that I was surrounded by British, Kiwis, Aussies, like even people from Africa that were all speaking English and like I'll catch like a way they will say something and, and just like make it my own. And and yeah. it ended up being this bullshit that I have of English. <laughs> I had to be more American. Yeah. You gotta do. It. I think. I think. I think it would be really funny, actually, when you 
So soon you will get your citizenship. Mm-hmm. I would love it so much. Is if you po if you chose a very hyper specific, like American regional accent, and you like it. took dialect lessons, and like just fucking like a few months, just practice your ass off, and then you just had a hyper specific regional American accent, and it would you'd throw fucking everybody. It would be so funny. Okay, then I'll say these. If you guys want to pitch in on what dialect I should like take on after I become an American citizen, just write to us at outoffocusshow.com. <laughs> just like Look get there, go to our Gmail, outoffocusshow at gmail.com. You can go to our Instagram, Twitter, and those are basically what we check. The rest, bullshit. Um... But yeah, you can even and if you want to contribute to Shamim's lessons, that's it. That's it. If you contribute on our Patreon, then I will record something, whatever you want me to say in that accent for you. <laughs> Please, someone take him up on that. Whatever, I even know, if it's I... one fucking dollar, I will learn whatever phrase you want. In whatever dialect you want, and I'll fucking go at it. This is so worth it. I may pay our own Patreon just to get you to say things. <laughs> I think that'd be so fun. Make your notification like ringtone, whatever. Like just like me saying something. Ugh. Uh, Nick, it's time to wake up. <laughs> Love Shamim. <laughs> With that side. You some bitch. Love Shamim. Bless her heart. Hey, that's pretty good. Not bad.